Hi, my name is Sasha Jackson. Hi, my name is Sydney Pollock, and you're listening to the Pretty Committee Bookcast. This week or month, we're doing something a little different. Since it's December, Merry Christmas, we are going to talk about our favorite reads of the year, our least favorite reads of the year, and then what we're looking forward to reading in 2021, because get us out of 2020. We want it to end. Please. So (laughs) I think we should start off on the positives and talk about maybe what our favorite reads of the year were. Do you want to go first? Okay. <laughs> Let me breathe. So we were just talking about this before we actually started recording. Um, so favorite books. Okay. So here's the thing. I did a top 10 and I know my friend here, Sydney, you did a top three, correct? I did a top five. Oh, you did a top five. This one's a top five. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to say my top three. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, yeah, I'm going to do my top three right now. <laughs> okay, so my number one favorite book of 2020 is Children of Blood and Bone by Tomiyama Yeti. So I honestly love that book so, 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 so much. Um, I read it back in January. Yeah, it was like the new year. And I remember I was reading it a lot um, during my commute to and from work. And um Without any spoilers, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, it felt like a movie when you're reading it. Uh, it's a fantasy, teen fantasy, and uh, I'm not trying to spoil it for you, for you all. But aren't um, they making a movie of this? Yes! Oh my god! Yes! Oh my okay. god! I think we need a movie like this, especially like this, because we haven't had a movie where it's just like. Black, a whole bunch of black people and it's an action film fantasy film i don't think you can name just one i don't even other than black Panther. i feel like maybe that that one that starred kiki lane that came out this year that's like the comic book adaptation it's um directed by gina prince blythewood what is it called it's like Shirley theron okay and kiki lane and it's directed by the same oh, person who did love and basketball the old guard but that one's more like yeah. Yes, the old guard. And it was yeah. really good, but I feel like this one is more so fun fact. I actually started this book on audiobook and I realized mm-hmm. I needed it as a physical copy. That's mm-hmm. the one hard thing about audiobooks. Sometimes I'll start it and be like, oh no, I can't do this. I won't pay attention. And there's right. so much to kind of, when there's a lot of world building in a book, it's hard to focus. And mm-hmm. like, I sometimes I want to reference back, like, oh, why is this this way? And you right. can't do that in an audiobook. So. It's actually on my TBR for next year. That's why I, I like love yes. this because I actually have to get my hands on a physical copy. And I think there's a sequel too. I don't know if you read the sequel yet, but mm-hmm. I did. I like, read I it back. Back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I read mine back to back. But definitely, I'm glad it was one of your favorites because it is on my list for <laughs> next great. year. Great, great, great. So, am I still doing two and three? Am I still saying? Yeah, keep going. Okay, so yeah, keep going. <laughs> Never. My second favorite uh, book of 2020 is The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. It is an adult romance. Uh, I I think I'm actually bug sitting out saying that you need to read this. You need to read this. You need to read this. This is, oh my God, when I read this, it's so good, like front to back. Like it is not a part where I was bored with it. I'm trying to describe what it is. Okay, I'm gonna read you. Honestly, you should because 
So you're we're stealing my entire TBR. <laughs> like this is also my TBR because you keep telling me. Because I'm probably yeah. Because I'm bugging <laughs> you to read this one, especially this one. But um, it's this girl named Lucy and this guy named Joshua, and they hate each other. And basically, they work in a uh, book publishing firm, and um, they dislike each other a lot. Like they really do hate each other. Um, so it's just it's a what do you call it? It's a enemies enemies to, to lovers yeah enemies to lovers uh trope my favorite that, trope um, it's my favorite trope it is my favorite trope <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's I why like... i love chuck and blair yeah right <laughs> exactly so um i don't like the friends to lovers i don't know because i feel like oh it's obvious they're gonna be together but uh right i just, I just love the dramatics with uh enemies to lovers but yeah it's just Basically about Lucy and Joshua and how they how much they hate each other and they're out to like get this promotion the same promotion so like their battle of wills has to come to head and Lucy refuses to back down when the latest game could cost her her dream job but the tension between Lucy and Joshua has also reached its boiling point and Lucy is discovering that maybe she doesn't hate Joshua and maybe he doesn't hate her either or maybe it, this is just another game so yeah that's the sin- little small synopsis in the back but um. Yeah, love that book to pieces. Five out of five stars. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna continue on to my third favorite book of 2020, and I cheated. So I'm just gonna say both of these books because I have two books in <laughs> my num- three numbers on my three uh number three spot, which is the worst best man by Mia Sosa, which is also another adult romance. And a book I just finished like a couple of days ago, which is If I Never Met You. But I think her name is Mahari McFarland. So um, yeah. <laughs> Another adult romance. And that's and that's that's kinda I think that's kinda surprising for me Honestly, because why would I have three romances? Really? <laughs> no. We have a whole podcast dedicated to YA books and our favorite genre outside of YA is like adult romance novels. Like all I read is adult romance, like Uh maybe like a couple like nonfiction or like horror books and everything else is just YA, like going back down the rabbit hole. I think it's just because, (laughs) I think it's just because of the position we're in, especially during 2020. I read a lot of romance because it literally brought my mood up. Uh, I needed something warm. I needed yeah. something funny. I needed something romantic, even though I'm single as heck. And I'm like, <laughs> I still continue to read these books. And it's just, it made me feel good reading them. And that's why I have a whole bunch of romance books on my top 10. So I think I have two more, three, three more on my list, but I'm not going to say it because I said that I would just yeah. say my top three. <laughs> I... I feel the same though. I think that's why I also read YA. Like it reminds me of like a simpler time in my life. Like I was right. happier back then. Right. <laughs> like, and then also why YA also just does fantasy better, I think, than adult books. I think because mm-hmm. the suspension of disbelief looks a little bit different. But yeah. I guess this means I should dive into mine. Yep. So we're gonna start with the more surprising to the least surprising, because I think you have an idea of like where my top five is going. I think so. So one of my favorite books I read this year was actually Sharp Objects, which is a book by, why is her name escaping me at this very moment? Good thing I, think I have that's on my, list. my list up. Sharp Objects, you said? It's, 
Yeah, they tur- I found the book because I think a year or two ago they did a like TV adaptation. It's by Gillian Flynn. Okay. Or Gillian Flynn. I don't know how to pronounce it. But she it's like a thriller, like mystery book, and it's really, really good. Like really good. And the reason mm-hmm. I wanted to read the book first is because Amy Adams has a mini series adaptation. Mm-hmm. And Sasha and I have discussed before, but I believe that miniseries do a better job of adapting books than TV. So I wanted to go in with my opinion on the books form before I watched it as a television series so that I could give the book a fair shot because I think that ruined Little Fires Everywhere for me. Mm-hmm. So this book is really good. It's about a girl. She kind of moves away from home and like separates herself from there, but she's a journalist and she gets the opportunity to cover this big story coming out of her hometown and her family's very intertwined into it. And so it kind of explores her family dynamics while also just delivering a really, really good story. I feel like I can't describe the book at all without like even insinuating how it ends. Mm-hmm. So I won't. Number, like my next favorite is actually one I also just finished a couple of days ago. I went back down the Sarah Dessen rabbit hole. If you listen to this and don't know who Sarah Dessen is, shame on you. But um, she released a book a couple years back called Rest of the Story. And it's about a girl whose mother was an alcoholic. She died when she was younger and she never got to know her mom's side of the family. But some unfortunate circumstances make it so her father needs her to stay with Mm -hmm. that side of the family to watch her while he goes on his honeymoon with his new wife. And it's really about a girl discovering who she is and like find like it's her first chance to really come into her own I thought that was just a really even though I'm in my 20s and like post-grad reading about a high schooler doing that when you're coming out of college even for the second year it's just a really interesting read to kind of explore and see that point of view and that self-exploration happen and Sarah Dessen is great at that so right (laughs) that was great number three is a book I've had for Three years and just never picked up. I would either randomly leave it at home when I would bring it home to read it, but it mm-hmm. is becoming by Michelle Obama. Oh, Please yay. boo me, audience. <laughs> thank you. But I love Michelle Obama is me. I feel like 2020 was the year of the type A black girl. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's a part of that community. The girl really held me down. And I love that for her. And then we're just going to put my last two together because we're calling it Robert Pattinson being perfect and it is Midnight Sun (laughs) like the Twilight prequel we reviewed Uh and Goblet of Fire the Harry Potter book okay shout out to like when I made this list I was like why is Robert Pattinson characters (laughs) like both on this list (laughs) Goblet of Fire is just such a good read it's also the movie 10 out of 10 like we hate JK Rowling but we love the content so um I Goblet of Fire is the first time I ever wanted to actually kick myself for not reading Harry Potter as a kid like the other books I'm like these are good but like I was fine without these I got to Goblet of Fire and I was like I was missing so much (laughs) is it really like that is it really that good yes but also I think I I took the quiz I've fully when when it is safe I know the parks are open but when it is safe I'm going to back to like Hogsmeade and the Wizarding World at Universal because I've gone all these times since it opened because I live like I'm from right. Florida. But like even when I was watching the movies, I was like, I know this place. Like the way that I could picture the parks, like watching the movies after two years of not being in them. Like right. I have to go back. Also, Cedric Diggory, played by one Mr. Robert Pattinson, is a Hufflepuff, and 
I took You're the like Pottermore quiz and I too am a Hufflepuff. Oh my so, god! I know because everyone tells me I'm a rape. So like, <laughs> I feel connected to him. People tell me I'm. I took the quiz, but I've been told my whole life that I'm either a Slytherin, which I find an insult. Ooh. I think it's just people telling me that I'm mean. Or a Ravenclaw, which I kind of get because I'm a nerd. But then I learned like Hufflepuffs are also smart, so it was okay. (laughs) Isn't it Hufflepuff yellow? Is it like yellow? Yeah, that's the yellow. I truly, Devin is a Ravenclaw, so we're not in the same house. It's very sad for us. But also, the Goblet of Fire movie, our past put his foot into that. I'm just here to let everyone know. (laughs) Robert Pattinson is the king of acting. Yeah, I'm gonna actually have to read. I guess we can die. I think I had to read Harry Potter. No, we're. Yeah, I think we should talk about the books on this podcast, but I think we should do like. Luckily, I've read them recently enough that we could probably group them since there are more books than like a Twilight, where we could group them into like two books in one episode or something. Okay, but I love it. Like, love to see it. And look, look at you. You got a yellow uh, phone oh. case, so basically, you fit. I do. I truly, I'm representing my house well. I love that for me. So, um, I guess, should I talk about my least favorite reads of the year? Mm-hmm. Like, should I tell them what I didn't like? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, Black people are going to attack me for this, but I finally read Native Son by Richard Wright, and I hated it. I despised it. It took me months to get through it. I did mm-hmm. not have fun. I truly wasn't having a good time. It's about like a Black boy in Chicago, and he accidentally kills a girl and he's like oh no i killed a white girl and i'm a black man and like in in like the early the early mid 1900s this is bad Uh he was like they not gonna care it's an accident but it's just something about his character that i just truly despise so i don't fully understand if the book wanted me to sympathize with this character or not Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with unsympathetic main characters but i need to know how you want me to feel because you put him in the situation where my brain is telling me sympathize empathize with this character but the character you wrote is what I want to choke so like right it was just very conflicting for me the other was a book called where the crawdads sing um it was like always recommended on like goodreads to me and I was like fine I'll read it it's by Delia Owens I think it was like a 2019 like bestseller or something Mm -hmm. and I just there was something about the book that felt chaotic and not in a good way. Like it just felt like the story was a bit disjointed to me, and I, that could that was probably a me problem. But it just didn't it didn't hit like the other books I read this year did. And the last one, I'm in a Bible study with some friends. Like my friend made a Bible study, and so we mm-hmm. wanted to do a like series on relationships. So we got the book Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. And I never heard of Michael Todd is already like a very it's a very polarized. He's a very polarizing figure. He's 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 not very well liked on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. And the book was going great. And then we got to the end of the book, and he started talking about like gen- like it, it started veering into like misogyny a little bit to me. It, mm-hmm. it was it was getting a little misogynistic to me. It was a little muling for the women to me, and right. I just didn't like that. And so it made me mad. And I got to the last chapter and almost threw the book. And I didn't go to Bible study that <laughs> night because I was like. I'm not in the right spirit to talk about Jesus right now. <laughs> so oh my God. I, it was truly my least favorite read of the year, but there were some gems in there. The beginning, I made Devin read it with me and mm-hmm. I told him he didn't have to finish it because I didn't even want him internalizing those kinds of lessons. 
in the name of the Lord. I didn't, I didn't need to put that. <laughs> so like, I, yeah. Do you have any least favorites or did you generally like everything you read? This LOL, year? no. <laughs> of course not. Uh, even though my favorite books list is longer than my least favorite books, but I did have some that I did not like. So my least favorite book of 2020 is An American Marriage by Tahara Jones. Uh, Wait, you hated that book too? I, I read that last we discussed it. it. Remember we discussed it. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, funny, it's funny because I actually took a picture of it and put it on my bookstagram and then she seen it. And she was like, the author, remember? And she was like, oh, it's okay if you didn't like it. But yeah, I just, I just, um, uh, I didn't, I did not like it because I couldn't connect with the two characters. Uh, it was a husband and wife. They were married, right? It's been a minute since I read it. I think it was yeah. in March when I, I read think they it. were they were either married or in, married or engaged, but they were like committed. Yeah, like it wasn't like they were dating. So if I I'm gonna try to remember what it was about because that's how much I hated that book because I really wanted away from my memory. But I think it was about this woman and this guy, and they're both African American, and then I think the guy was uh wrongly accused of something and he was placed in jail was he wrongly accused or something yes i think it was wrongly accused yeah i think it was right because that's like a yeah 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 I yeah think it was right. yeah yeah so i think he got oh i don't even know how many years he got oh my god it was a long time it was a long time anyway so it was a very long sentence. <laughs> basically some of the book was in letters i believe and it was just them communicating through um mail letters and um I just really didn't connect with the two characters the his wife ended up having an affair with his friend and <laughs> it was a mess that's all I'm gonna say and it's just it was just a it was a terrible read I really didn't like it so I think I gave it like a two stars or one um my second least favorite book of 2020 is The Click I did not like the book. <laughs> like, like, your face is like. <laughs> it's because I watch the movie so often that I love the movie more than the book, and it, it happens. A oh lot. no, definitely. Trust the me. Book. Sometimes the book wins every yeah. every battle. You said the I feel book the same wins? way about Princess Diaries. No, I'm saying like the movie wins oh, every okay. time, and I feel the same way about the Princess Diaries because mm-hmm. I used to read the Princess Diaries books because. Fun fact, the same author of The Princess Diaries wrote the book for that Ice Princess is based on, so she clearly is a legend. But <laughs> she, uh, but like, you can tell they changed so much in the books, and the second movie is not based on the books at all, and it's the superior piece of content, and so mm-hmm. I agree that they it just eats them up. It eats them alive. Yeah, I so I, I thought the movie was way better than the book, The Click. So I think we already, I already discussed it. Um, in that podcast episode so yeah Um, yeah yeah and then my third (laughs) least favorite book is little fires everywhere and this is basically the same example (laughs) what i said about the click i love the show the show was amazing i thought it was way 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 better than the book way 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 better than the book what you got to say ma'am the show (laughs) 
the book goes for Dai. I agree with you. And you okay. know I agree with you. It's not on my least favorite list, but like it was almost on there. Like I almost put it on there. Mm-hmm. Because the book the book wants to examine class dynamics, but it's scared to in the way the show was like, no, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. And right. I think if you're gonna write a book that goes there, just go there. Like mm-hmm. don't ask questions. It always felt super restrained to me and it, it limited the storytelling. That's what I'll say. The storytelling was limited in scope. Right. So yeah, that is that is my least favorite. And so I guess we're gonna discuss what our 2021 TBR list looks like. So am I gonna yeah. go? Let's. <laughs> I don't mean I don't yeah, know. I think you. I think go ahead and start, and then we'll see how it flows. Because I my TBR is going to be longer than the one I share here because I learned today. Today is it's the end of November, and I have read over 40 books this year and I didn't include some of the ones we read for the podcast that we run that has like four episodes so like oh you have not wait wait, wait. <laughs> so like on my goodreads like for some of the books like for the some of the click books and stuff mm-hmm. I didn't log them into goodreads because I just oh, was like oh I'm reading okay. them in a day and we'll forget so it's probably bit, it's probably closer to like 44 okay because Okay. We've done like three click episodes. That's ridiculous. Okay. My list is ridiculous. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to say like my my TBR list that I feel like we should talk about on this bookcast. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to say those first because <laughs> I made like two separate lists. Okay, go for it. So, um, I feel <laughs> like we should read something from Sarah Dessen. I said that one of my favorite Sarah Dessens was Someone Like You. Do you remember that book? Yes. I was going to say This Lullaby, but Someone uh-huh. Like You is a good... <laughs> you <list>. like- <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that so, that's what it says on my list. It says Someone Like You or any other Sarah Dessen book I'm down for. So, yeah. Um, but uh, another one is... It's a movie, and I never knew it was a book. Um, literally, when I watched the movie, I was very dramatized. Um, and you're looking like you are you ready for this Cindy? you gotta crack up but it's Bridge to Terabithia well you've never read the book I never read the book oh yeah we have to do that I don't think I read the book oh wait no maybe I'm lying my mom wouldn't let me see the movie until I read the book oh have I read the book it probably I feel like we read a lot of cool stuff when I was in elementary school and I feel like Bridge to Terabithia was one of it but I don't want to say I read it but yeah I I don't I don't remember the book like that, but my mom, I just remember that was during the era where my mother would not let me go see a movie unless mm-hmm. I had read the book, if it was based on a book. So that's why mm-hmm. I've read it. We have to do that one. That's a really good book. Yeah, I so I think that's... Watch the, me read it and hate it. <laughs> I think that's the only one I have I did not read uh, from a movie, because I know in school I read Holes and I read Coraline in elementary school. You read Coraline? I yes. never read Coraline. Yeah, we read it in class. Okay. I can't believe that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's not on my list, but I feel like we should, I'm gonna add it at the bottom. But yeah, uh, next Halloween. <laughs> then how many do I have left? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'm gonna just say these real quick. Um, the Book Thief. I'm actually read gonna read that uh, December first. I'm gonna start that. I never read it. Uh, Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. We should definitely look into that. <laughs> never read the Ugly series. Sydney's gonna look at me crazy right oh, now. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> a list. That's already. 
So there's an ugliest movie coming out next year, so we're gonna try to correlate it so we can like talk about the movie because you know on this podcast we love movie movie adaptations. So yes, <laughs> already um, already had that in my head. This is something I think you read already. Uh, yeah, it is to all the to all the boys I loved before. Watch the films, of course, on Netflix. The first one, Superior. Second one, obviously, is not as good because the Period. director changed to a man. And obviously it was bad. So um, I got to watch the, I got to watch the, uh, I mean, I got to read the books. I have to do that. Um, then for more August Thorns and Perfect Snogging, uh, <laughs> got to read that. I Percy never Jackson was allowed series. to read the book. The, the Percy Jackson series. Hunger Games series. I said, I will reread them. I promise Sydney I would finish the series because I didn't read, uh, Catching Fire or Mockingjay. I read the first one, but not the last two. And then another book I have never read, but it's a movie. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Never read it. Never watched the film either. Okay, I never read it either. I've never done either of those. So that will be a fresh thing for both of us. Oh my God, we're going to get hate. (laughs) People like swear by that book. Yeah, everybody talks about that movie a lot. They say, oh my God, it's so, so good. I was like, I haven't watched it. But I love me some Logan Lerman because he's like the superior white guy in Hollywood. Like, let's be for real. Because I love that I feel like you just stole my list for this podcast. This oh, person sorry. Definitely on there. And because they're making, this is the reason Percy Jackson was on there. Mm-hmm. They're making a new like TV show for it. Yeah. There's a Broadway musical about it. Like they made a Broadway really? musical that came out right before the pandemic. Like I'm talking right before the pandemic. So I'm like, so now I have to watch that. And like, you're gonna have to give me like head time. Cause I'm going like the musical has to be brought in. Because it just has to. But um no, that's basically my list. I feel like there's one thing on it and I am like blanking and I didn't write this list down because I thought I had it in my head and mm-hmm. I can't think of it now. But there was one other book that I really, really want to do. But Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is definitely at the top of that list. Oh, okay. For me. Sorry I stole your list, sis. <laughs> oh, I know I know one that I kinda wanted to read because I think you would like it a lot. Oh, wait. We talked about Love, Simon. That was one. Oh, we yeah, talked about yeah. doing Love, Simon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we another one I really, really want to do is Speak by Lori Halsey Anderson. I don't okay. know how it's going to age for me, but trigger warning, it is a book about like a survivor of sexual assault. There's actually a... It might be a Lifetime movie adaptation. I feel like the first time I saw it was on Lifetime, but it might have not have been. Mm-hmm. There's a movie adaptation of the book, and you will never guess who starred in this movie. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. So, like, oh, wow. yes, like, Kristen Stewart. Uh-huh. It's really good. We're probably not, like, there are only 12 months in the year, and this is a monthly podcast because we have to read a book. But <laughs> other ones that I want to try to get in are the match, like, the first book in the match series by Ali Condi, which is, like, you get matched to the perfect job and okay. the ideal mate in this society. And like some weird stuff goes on with this girl's match because of course it does. Mm-hmm. And the last one is the giver. I know okay. the giver, the girls have like very conflicting feelings. I loved the giver when I was younger, but I have not picked it up. I probably read the giver for the first time. I was like nine or 10. I think they made mm-hmm. a movie out of it a couple years ago. That was bad. 
but I love bad movies, so we can also do the movie. <laughs> but that's like my the only like additions or like other things on my mm-hmm. like okay. dream of next year that we could put on the schedule. But we're gonna see. I know we're kicking off next year with the Hunger Games. Yes. So that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, um. Yeah, Hunger Games. Uh, I was never was I a huge fan of Hunger Games. No, I thought it was just like a movie to go see. But Catching Fire is the superior one. Just gonna really. Oh no! As a movie, as a movie, Catching Fire is the superior. As a book, yeah. Okay. I as kind a- of- I haven't I haven't read the books in so long. I think I've always preferred Mockingjay. The mm-hmm. issue with the Mockingjay movie is that it should not have been two parts, like at all. It definitely like, there was no reason. I blame Harry Potter. Who was like, the first? The yeah. Harry Potter yeah, of like, yeah. yeah. It was Harry Potter. They did like Deathly Hallows in two parts, and while I think Breaking Dawn shouldn't have been two parts as a movie, it was less offensive. <laughs> like Mockingjay was like offensive. I was offended. I found it rude. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I was like, what is the, there is no plot here. We're not, what story is this? I'm not understanding. I like how but, we, uh, I like how we didn't mention the host. I never watched the film or watched or read the books. I didn't read the book because I was like, girl, I didn't ask you to write me a book about <laughs> ghosts or aliens or whatever the host is about. I said, we want vampires and werewolves. Yeah, like, this is all playing. we want. Since, I know. The other day she was like, I, I'm thinking about writing like she's working on another book for right. Twilight and she was like I'm thinking of writing a book about Renesmee and Jacob girl what we don't want that, that? <laughs> we want Alice and the confederate soldier Alice and the confederacy we want Rosalie and Emmett we don't want that uh, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like we definitely was uh, bullying her like what, what are you writing no we don't want that no just stick with the vampires and the werewolves like, that's all we want that's, that's it. We didn't ask for that. Like, she's doing too much. Like, girl, you uh, know what the girls want. We want Jasper. Like, and it's like another book series that turned into a movie, uh, which is Divergent. Never got into those either. We're not, no, no. Like, we I'm glad it. we're the same, sis. I'm so glad we're the same person because, like, we are going to have to, we're going to have to hit rock bottom on this podcast because the movies were so bad that they canceled the series. Like, right. they were about to release the third one and they saw that second one. They said, why don't we not? And yeah. you know how bad a movie has to be and how badly it has to perform for a movie studio to give up on a YA novel adaptation? Exactly. This should be guaranteed coins. The money is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. They're like disgusting. I'm offended. We should, you know, what is one movie that we, we neither of us have said we're gonna do, and I actually read the book, and I still don't want to talk about it because you gonna try to get me to watch that movie again. And for both of these, I'm never watching the it? other movie. Wait, what is it? Everything, everything, and the sun is also a star. Oh, I simply <laughs> you never watched- will not rewatch everything, everything. You haven't watched. I watched everything, everything once. No, really? No, oh. I, I, have, I, will, I will not, I will not watch Sun is Also a Star. I simply, I will simply not. I will sit here and smile and nod at you on this FaceTime screen and pretend <laughs> like I watched it. You talk about the movie yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah. So, I know that scene. And <laughs> I was the type of girl who, um, who got sucked in into what is it called? Oh, 
Oh my god, what is the one by Is his last name Ocean? No. No, no, no. Oh. Nicholas Sparks? No, not Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> oh, no, no, not Nicholas Sparks. I never read a Nicholas Sparks book, actually. I don't know if I want to. I, don't I think I wanted to read There's only one I want to read and it's because it's his best film and that is The Last Song. I would have to disagree but, with you on that, but uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> look at your face. No, I do love, no, no, no. You know, actually, I agree with you. I'm sorry. But there's another movie that I really love. Um, it's based on his books as well. And it's The Longest Ride. I don't know if you watched that one. Oh, I forgot The Longest Ride is a Nicholas Sparks book, but I'd be forgetting the, the last song. Oh, Liam and Miley put their foots in yeah, that Yeah, they really did. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a Now, The Notebook. Yeah, down. I hate the, notebook. <laughs> hate the notebook. Not it. Uh, but the, see it. But like. the book I was talking about was uh, Fault in Our Stars. That's what I was. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> okay, so I saw the movie. I I saw the movie. Yeah, I saw the movie, and okay. um, there was. I went to go see with my younger cousin, like around when it came out, and there were these two girls. They were a little bit younger than me because you know that book like had a very wide age range of fan base, mm-hmm. and so they were younger than me. And you know, I don't know if it's Alex Wolf or Nat Wolf, but one of the Naked Brothers of the Naked Brothers band is in that movie, and he is. he's <laughs> the best friend of like Ansel Elgort, and. Okay. He, I think his character, I didn't read the book, so I don't know, but his character was meant to be comic book relief. And he was very effective. So in scenes where the girls on the other side were like, they brought a box of tissues with them and they're like weeping in the theater, like nose blowing, Viola Davis type crying in the theater. (laughs) And me and my cousin who went together are in the theater cackling like I'm talking laughing so hard and you can tell that the other teen girls in the theater are like what is wrong with them this is a movie about cancer and they're <laughs> laughing and I am having the time of my life and so that's when I realized there's something wrong with me <laughs> but that's okay it's okay it's fine so you're saying that the experience at the movie theater is trying to kind of ruin your ex- experience watching the film yes yeah, and- I don't know why they was crying like that because they knew she was they like, said I'm not gonna spoil it this movie this movie a long time ago one of them died I don't even remember which one died but somebody in the movie died I think it's I think it's Ansel Elgort but yeah, like it's one it's of them you don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> they say the movie was good I said I saw it and they like, I I knew that there was like I had a actual flaw like it might be a character flaw I don't know if it's like mental illness like I don't know what it is uh-huh. but I found the teen cancer movie hilarious and that is why I will not read or watch five feet apart because if I laugh at a movie about some kids with cystic fibrosis then I know I will not see the pearly gates of heaven and I really want to go to heaven so I just, like, I really... oh my god so I think a book <laughs> that I didn't put on here for the TBR list because I feel like it it's another book that traumatized me and my mom actually recommended me to read it uh she's like yeah i read this when i was probably like in my early 20s or my teen years i think it came out during that time but she said like, you should read it and it, i was literally in sixth grade just got just got a fresh out of elementary school she's like read it big old 
thick book. You won't believe what it was. It was Flowers in the Attic. And <laughs> when I tell you that book, you know what? Has traumatized me. Isn't that book banned? That's a banned book. Really? Like, I'm pretty sure it's banned. Yes. Really? <laughs> I saw the Lifetime movie. I did too. It's got girls from Sabrina in it. From That's who? the first time I ever saw the girl from the Sabrina Netflix show. Like Sabrina in the Sabrina Netflix show. That's the girl oh. in, the, in the Lifetime movie. That's like one of her first roles. Here's the thing. Oh. That movie's insane. Your mama hated you. She, she really had something against you. You must have messed she up. Really, I, you didn't wash the dishes. I was like, why was I reading it? Like literally in sixth grade, just got out of elementary school, fresh out of elementary school and was like, oh, okay, I'll read it. And then, and, yeah. And, and, oh, I was going to say my favorite, like one of my favorite books of all time is Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. I feel like that's more of a children's book than a YA book, but I don't really know. But I read that book in elementary school and it's about like reconstruction. So I was just sitting there, just mad at the white man. Like, like how dare they burn the crops or whatever they did in that book. And I was just sick. So you just told me, I was like eight years old, mad at the world. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with me now. Yep. Look at you. Yep, that's what's wrong with me now. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. But there are some, like... I have problems. What? I always truly have issues. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know you do, ma'am. I've been dealing with you for, what, five years now? So. We're going on six, friend. We might. I know. It's about to be but... six. It's about to be six. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I guess I will bring up my personal TBR so we can, like, wrap this episode up. But, like, right. Go ahead. You're going to be very proud of it. I have Take a Hint, Danny Brown by Yay. Talia Hibbert. Which is a sequel to another book I really liked this year, which was Get a Clue. Chloe Brown, isn't that what it's called? Get a Life. Get a Clue. Get I don't a know. Life. Get, a, Get life. a Life. That's yeah. what it is. Get a Clue is a Disney Channel original movie. Yikes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, then we have The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter, and How to Make the Most of Them Now, because mm-hmm. by Meg J. And this is on my list because Everywhere I go, this book is recommended to me. So at this point, I have to read the book and make my own opinions on if it's bad or not. And also, I'm in my 20s. Why not read the book about being in your 20s? That's really all I got. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Then, for the listeners who don't know, I work in public relations. And so I realized I need to read things that will help me understand business better. And so there's a book called Subscribed, and it's about, like, the subscription model and why it's the way of the future. And I added it to the list because it's just been on my, like, master, like, books I want to read list. But mm-hmm. then Target canceled my – they canceled their subscription service. Like I, like, I had Target subscriptions for, like, moisturizer, and they don't have that system anymore. They were like, no, just order it on two-day delivery. And I was like, right. okay. Oh. So – I found it interesting because this is whole all about like how the subscription model will be your company's future and now brands are like leaning away from it. So I want to see what he actually says about it and like how it's going to change. I have the hating game on here. Yay. Because yeah, Sasha stole my thunder. <laughs> I have a book called Axiom's End, which might actually win a Goodreads Choice Award. But the reason I know this book is it is written by Lindsay Ellis and she is a YouTuber who makes fantastic film commentary like videos on youtube mm-hmm. like 
10 out of 10 videos and I'm obsessed with her. And so when she said she was writing her debut novel, I think it's like a sci-fi fantasy book. I was like, I must read this because I love you. And so I must support you. And it's getting really good reviews. It was like on a bestseller list. She obviously has like made it through multiple rounds of the mm-hmm. um, Goodreads Choice Awards, which is really impressive. So really proud of her. I've actually been voting for her without reading the book because I mm-hmm. love me some Lindsay Ellis. I have, technically, I already started this book, but I have Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, which is a horror book on there. And Mm -hmm. then I have The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett because I see it everywhere and I feel left out. And then my last one is one that I kind of wanted to read this year and just never actually got around to it, which is Know My Name by Chanel Miller, which if you don't know who that is, she is the survivor of the Brock Turner sexual assault incident a few years back and she went by a Jane Doe during the trial in a year maybe it was either this year or last year she released a book with her actual name talking about like her experience both like that situation the trial and like post that and I just thought it was really important to give her agency and power and actually listen to the words she had to say so that is my TBR of like books that I'm definitely going to read next year there are more that I would like to read next year but maybe the world will open up outside and I won't have time to read that's a lie but you know dreams <laughs> okay what about you so for me let me say this quickly i have a whole bunch of romance of course but i'm not gonna say them <laughs> or maybe i would say one or a couple but um i definitely said that i was gonna read christina lauren's books i have like a like most of all of them on my goodreads uh to read list um yeah uh one i said i definitely had to pick up uh I think I want to buy this book at a uh small bookstore because I feel like I could find this book for five dollars somewhere because this book came out in nineteen ninety nine and their sequel is coming out next year and this is a very handmade No 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 <laughs> no 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 oh. this is a book that's very well known in the black community. Um people read this even my mom read it when she was like in her uh yeah, I think whatever. Wait. What is it? Are you talking about the um the sequel to Sister Soldier's book? Yes, 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 yes. yes. So yes. That's on my to, list too. I had to pick that up immediately. So I think I can find uh, it at a small. I store. love that book. Yeah, it's like fifteen dollars. If you had told me, I would have found my. It's fifteen dollars on Barnes and Noble, and I'm like, mm, yeah. My mom has a copy still in this house. I read really? my mom's copy like during a summer break during college of um what is it called the coldest winter ever. I actually read it because, as you know, I'm obsessed with A Different World and Sister Soldier is on the season five mm-hmm. premiere or six. I don't know. I don't know numbers. But she's like on the she's in L.A. during the um, honeymoon episode for Dwayne and Whitley. And I was like, who's that? And I was like, why is she like, why is the crowd cheering? And I was like, it's Sister Soldier. And she handed me the book. So and then she told me I couldn't read it. So I got to college. But it's oh, really well. good. I think you'll enjoy it. OK, yeah, I've should have been read that book but yeah i don't think i have a copy so i had to go i think i can find it for five dollars somewhere i bet you but there's another book i want to read i think i'm going to read it in january um because it was around the same time as i read children of blood and bone and i think it's similar in fantasy but it's legend born um i heard nothing but uh but great things about it i think it's by tracy dion i believe that's what it is uh all I know is about this girl and 
she is about to go to like this program that they have in college. I forgot. I think it's in North Carolina, University of North Carolina. And then her mother died in a car accident and somehow she'll get connected with this this group at school and it somehow relates to her mother's accident. That's all I know. So I only read the synopsis one time, but I bought the book recently. And I did say I was going to read like a Stephen King book. So I was like, the Institute It's going to probably go be my first I was going to say, you don't read it. Don't read it. Well, you don't want me don't, to. I'm never going to read it. You don't know what happens in it? The I watched the movie. Oh my God, are you lying? Yeah, they took it out for the movie. No, they. that's why like they have an orgy. Like, You're they lying. All take turns having sex. Like, they all have sex with the girl in the book. And he still has not answered for his crimes. Because why did he write you that? You ain't tell me that. <laughs> oh my God. So now I'm going to have to read it. I said, don't, don't read it. I'm going to read yeah, that. Don't now. ever read it. Like, read something else. Oh no, I would read something. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I would go with like, go read like Pet Cemetery or something. I have never read <laughs> it because some, I was talking about wanting to read it and someone told me and then I Googled it because I was like, that's not in the movie. Why, mm-hmm. why would they, like, that's not in the movie. Why would you say that? And then I looked it up and it's actually true and it disgusts oh, me. Yeah, so that's, that was my warning because I think you would throw your book across the room and you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then there were some anti-racism books I did want to read that I have not got to like why are all the black people sitting together in the cafeteria and color I want to read that oh you do I want to read why are all the black kids sitting in the cafeteria and I also want to read hood feminism yes I want to read that and, too uh, and then thick which is like the essay like the collection essays those yeah. are both on my tbr too want to read that too um Oh, I actually want you to read My Sister the Serial Killer. Because I have mixed reviews, but I loved it. And then Noah said that that book was just okay. He said he didn't get into it. He told me not too long ago. And I was like, I thought that book was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's just me. I don't know. But yeah, it's called My Sister the Serial Killer. Okay, that might have to go on the list. Yeah, you. We should also. I, have you ever read My Sister's Keeper? No, like the book. <laughs> I don't think I have. Wow, that should probably go. That should go on the list. The movie I think is trash compared to the book, but it's. One oh, of my books. I watched the movie, but never the book. But the like <laughs> the book is better. Yeah, but like it's not a bad movie. I think a lot of the lesson when. You know how there are some books that if you change the ending, it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then in other books, when you change the ending, the entire narrative that you were fighting or working towards just is gone in an instant. Yeah. Like, for example, Breaking Down Part Two's ending annoyed me, but nothing fundamental changed there. Like, the crux of the ending is the Cullens go home, they're happy. But it would have been boring. We happy. already discussed this. <laughs> it would have been a boring ending. So they had to make it dramatic. It's they a it's a fail, Sydney. They they like gotcha. Can they got? I mean, like I experienced something. Yes, it was dramatizing, but like, guess what? I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed that scare. Did you not? Like, okay, we already discussed this, Sydney. So I don't even no. know why you're back up. All I know is pain. Well, you okay. know what? We're gonna have. We're doing a Breaking Dawn episode, and Devin's gonna be on the episode. Oh, He's already what? claimed it for himself. <laughs> 
we will all discuss the tenets of the ending of Breaking Dawn Part 2. Okay. And why it was disrespectful. That's fine. But I felt disrespected. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that I felt a tad bit disrespected. I feel disrespected <laughs> by a lot of things. There's going to be things that happen in the Hunger Games series that are going to bring me actual anger. Like, rereading them will bring me anger. And that's okay. <laughs> like, there are things in that book, the third book, that should not have happened. Okay. But I can't, who am I, I can't to tell an author what not yeah, to do? I can't say nothing about that because I, I stopped that. We, <laughs> we should also read the like prequel. The prequel of Hunger Games came out this year. I should have put that on my favorites mm-hmm. list, but I was like, there are mm-hmm. too many... I was like, there are too many, like, YA revisions or, like, old books that, like, release new things on that favorites list with Midnight Sun. I was like, Ballads of Songbirds or right. whatever it's called is too much. But it is good and really has, like, some... <laughs> it was written so timely because it came out around the same time as the protests and, like, there are some conversations about, like, power dynamics and, like, you know, like, you know, they have, like, the peacekeepers or whatever, which is, like, their form of police. And it was just mm-hmm. interesting conversations were played, like, laid out in front of us. And interesting dynamics were assessed and addressed that felt very timely to the year that we had to live through. Which is also why I wanted to read Hunger Games in January, because it would be before the inauguration. And I feel like Hunger Games is a pretty political book. So, oh, yeah. I agree. But that was it for Sasha and Finney talking about books we should read for this podcast and in our personal lives. If you have any books that you think we should read next year, both for the podcast or on our own, please let us know on our Twitter and Instagram at PC Bookcast or on Facebook, which is just the Pretty Committee Bookcast. If you want to see me on the internet on my own channels, you can follow me on Instagram at syd.thekid. That's Sid period the kid so sasha do you want to tell them your instagram and my ig is at sasha at underscore sasha jackson s-a-s-h-a-j-a-c-k-s-o-n and it's the same thing as my twitter handle yeah if you want to follow me on my bookstagram it is at at booked b-o-o-k-e-d-n booked in things t-h-i-n-g-s So thanks so much for listening. We hope you get tons and tons of books this year for Christmas under your tree and that you have a really happy and COVID safe year. Please. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)